turning off marketing. Huge, huge mistake. Do not do that. This is the time of the year. Like I know a lot of people might start a challenge or trial end of September, early October, and then they'll completely cut it off. Wrong mindset, wrong plan. The owners that grow to seven figures, they gotta take on a marketing mindset and marketing is year round. It's not, I do a promotion, I get to rest, and then I think about the next thing. You have three to four opportunities to drive people through your doors in the next three months. Welcome to the Fitness Empire Podcast, where we show gym owners how to dominate their competition and build a massively profitable fitness business. Dustin and Matt collectively own 12 gyms and have a combined 30 years of experience in the fitness industry. They're here to help gym owners create an empire of impact and income. Hello, Empire Builders. Welcome to another episode of the Fitness Empire Podcast. We are excited because today's episode is all about prepping you guys for the next upcoming quarter. So we're dropping this and time releasing this to be specific to help you with that final bit of the year, that final you know quarter. And we want to help you finish strong because this is unfortunately where a lot of gym owners have the wrong mindset and they take the wrong approach and they, they kind of cause a self-inflicted wound by not looking at the opportunity in Q4 and they look at all the stuff, the reasons why people are not going to come in. And so we're, we're going to give you some tips to help you make it so that you finish the year strong because there's no reason that you can't do that. And so we're going to cover three main categories. So you guys stay locked and loaded all the way to the end to hear the best stuff. We're going to cover the mindset. We're going to cover the marketing and then we're going to give you some more, which is like a miscellaneous term for uh, a few other little tidbits. So one thing I do want to point out, and I love that me and Matt said this before we got into the recording is we don't want to tell you what to do because that's what a lot most gurus are telling you like exactly what to do. We want to be mindful that everyone who listens to this podcast has different models. So we want to tell you how to think. And that's what the best coaches do is they give you frameworks. They teach you how to think. They teach you how to interpret data and patterns and how to think and then you can then decide what you want to do. So that's what we're going to talk about is giving you ways to kind of shift your mindset first, and then we'll give you some ideas and things to think about. So Matt, what is the mindset a gym owner should have going into Q4? Yeah, going into Q4, like this is the Super Bowl of, of your business. Obviously, summer for a lot of people, we have higher attrition. August tends to be, to be the worst with the attrition. So we're usually down a little bit on, on our membership. And then we go all in on our back to school type of promote. Kids are back to school. People are back in the routine and we go all in on one promotion. And then we rest and then we wait. And then what's next? That does, that does not work. So as you launch this promotion right now, like right now we have a September 18th, uh, we call it our ultimate transformation challenge. Uh, Dustin's doing a little black dress. Like that's one of our, you know, hallmark programs that we offer. But right now I'm mapping out what do we do after this launches? So what is the next thing? And then when that launches, what's the next thing? The the owners that grow to seven figures or get close to seven figures, they got to take on a marketing mindset. And marketing is year round. It's not, I do a promotion, I get to rest. And then I think about the next thing. You need to be working on the next thing while the current thing is launching. That is what it takes. So really you gotta think, launch a product, 
and then launch another product and then launch another product and then launch another product. You have three to four opportunities to drive people through your doors in the next three months. Um, so we're going to talk through some of those things here in just a second. But it's, again, program, 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 program. At the end of the day, the middle of December, you can take a little bit of rest, right? Yeah. You can hang out with your family. You can gain 10 pounds during the holidays and, and then get back at it like everybody else. But really, you got to go into this. I'm in, this is sprint mode. This is where I make up my entire year. This is where not only do we regain what we did in the summer, but we actually gain members going into December because guess what happens in December again? You're back to cancellations. You're dealing with that stuff because that's a time that no one wants to work out because they're traveling and they got holiday parties and they have different things. So you really can't market very hard in December, but we're going to give you some gifts that you can do in December to, to continue to grow. But with that, 90-day sprint, December is going to suck. Hopefully not suck too bad. But if you don't make it up in the next three months, you know, you're going to have a painful December and we don't want that for you. So that's yeah. the mindset that we need to have. Love it. And yeah, so essentially don't listen to your emotions because everything Matt said is usually an emotional response. Like, oh, there's all these new challengers. You know, the team's busy. I'm busy. Turn off. Not data driven. Like what if you win your ads? You're like, oh my God, we're getting amazing cost per lead. We're getting a good cash conversion. You didn't look at the data. You listen to how you're feeling and how your team's feeling. Worst business decisions ever is when you are emotional. And then, you know, you when it's the holidays, we say things to ourselves like, I bet no one's going to sign up. I bet this is a waste of money, but we're going to help you reframe other ways that you can bring in money. And it's sometimes going to be found within your four walls. It might not be that you get all the external stuff working, but we're going to show you how you can make more money inside the four walls of your gym. So we're going to go and talk marketing. And so the first one I'll just share with everybody is turning off marketing. Huge, huge mistake. Do not do that. This is the time of the year. Like I know a lot of people might start a challenge or a trial end of September, early October, and then they'll completely cut it off. Wrong mindset, wrong plan. And so the question that you want to be asking yourself is what are you going to do after this big trial or challenge? How can we add some base hits after you hit the home run, right? Like you don't hit the home run and then expect you win the, the game because the other team might hit three home runs. So you want to hit your home run and then you want to get some base hits after that and keep up that momentum even when you think you bring in a big group of challengers now you can get a referral out of all of them so even if they're not going to sign up you got more value out of them and you know you got to help their friends and family and so get get referrals out of this big group so these are things to be thinking about it's like what's your marketing play after the big group begins if if you're doing that again i know not everyone is but you can even apply this to every trial group or challenge group is, hey, while they're here, we're going to squeeze as much juice out of the lemon as we can. We're going to try to sell them supplements. We're going to try to get them on the membership. We're going to ask them for a referral to come in and join with them. And if you're not staying, well, that's okay. We're going to try to get as much as we can out of you. And I know that sounds like very us driven, but at the end of the day, those things do help them. If I sell them supplements, I'm helping them get a better result. If they got a buddy in the gym, there's more likelihood they're going to stick with going to the gym. So as much as I'm saying it in the context of a company win, know that it's also going to be a win for them as well. So that's what I would say is like, look at your marketing in terms of what will you keep running externally through the all of Q4? And then what are you going to do internally to get referrals? What are you going to do internally to maybe even invite your past members back if you haven't done that yet? So there's other ways to play the marketing game. 
Matt, what are some ideas you would share around that? Yeah, what I like to do is exactly that, but can you align your external with your internal and make them synergistic and, and work off of each other? So an yes. example of this would be, we have our challenge and then we're gonna have another promotion that starts while the challenge is still going, but we're gonna be doing a friends and family week the week before that next external promotion starts so that the people that come in on friends and family week have a promotional offer to get on board with when they're making a decision. So instead of them coming in, so friends and family week, if you guys don't know, it's really a week out of the year that they can bring in their friends and family. One way that we run it is we make sure that the first workout they're coming in with whoever recruited them so that they're getting a great experience. Cause if you do it right, you're going to get a flood of people. So really that person becomes their buddy, navigates them around the gym, makes them feel welcome because they invited them in. They're going to really make sure that they get a, a great experience, right? So, but they're only coming in for a free week. So a lot of people are like, well, why don't you just offer a free week? It doesn't work like this does. Like this is like a one time a year or twice a year that we make a big event about it. Um, you can also gamify it where, hey, every person that you come in, you get a raffle ticket for a prize. So there's yes. different ways to to make it effective. But what we do is we put it the week before whatever promotion is that that's going to be kicking off. So now we get these free Good. leads and then we convert them into cash immediately into our whatever promotion it will be. And it just makes it massively more effective because now your members are recruiting for you and they love friends and family week because they get to show off their gym. These people come referred and works really awesome. So anytime you can do that where, hey, whatever your biggest promotions are throughout the year. So usually that's a back to school. That's, that's your new year's type of thing. What you want to think about is create a referral type of campaign right before your next external, right? I like it to be weeks kind of like three and four of whatever that big promotion is because that's when your clients are going to be or your non-clients that just came in they're going to kind of be the most in love with what you do the longer you go the less in love they are kind of that nostalgia of a new gym and all the the stuff that comes with it starts wearing off so i like to have a the next campaign be like weeks four and five especially if it's a little bit longer of a challenge and then use either weeks three and four as that friends and family week, right? But people coming in for the challenge, you start promoting friends and family week, and then you have that that comes up and it, it just, dude, it puts gasoline on the fire and it really significantly reduces your marketing costs and yes. increases the people because the best people in the world that come referred, right? Yeah. So that's an angle that you want to do at least twice a year. You, you can overdo it where then you're like, oh, it doesn't work anymore. Well, you overdid it. It's got to be a an event and it's only can be like twice a year that you can you can pull that off. So before we get into like some thoughts of things that you could be running, do you have anything to add on that, Dustin? Uh, one thing that's helped our friends and family is uh, we kind of like crescendo it on Saturday to be a theme workout. And now there's mm. another kind of like event for them to look forward to. So you could do music, 80s, 90s, you know, we're going to dress up. It could be we're going to do, you know, a Star Wars theme workout. We're going to do a Disney theme workout. Um, but, you know, the, I always let the team pick because they like to get creative and think of fun things. But this is something it's pretty surprising that we did a 90s theme workout. We invited our past members. We said, we miss you. We'd love to have you come in and experience this workout for free on the house. And every location we had about five memberships come out of that because it was it was a fun reason. And that's what people want to look for is like, 
They're like, you know, hey, we got a great leg workout plan on Thursday. Come on down. But it's like, do you want to dress up like your favorite, you know, whatever, 90s artist, 90s band, 90s, you know, whatever. And people did it and then they signed up because what they said was, I miss the feeling you guys create. I miss this place. I love all the good energy. And so it's like a fun reason. And it's free, this event, right? It didn't cost you anything. You know, your coaches made a special playlist, a little theme workout, and it just was a lot of fun. So essentially that would be something I would throw in on your friends and family week is make the final day a can't miss because they might come under Tuesday and then they're going to burn out. And so if you can get them to say, hey, Saturday's a special day and you decorate the gym if you want and you just make it a lot of fun, that can just, you know, put a little oomph in that in that friends and family week. And then that's your last chance because, you know, again, you want to convert them. If you've been trying to chase them down, you can't catch them. You want to have extra staff on that day to talk to them about like, OK, hey, Monday, are you joining X? Right. So, yeah, that's the only other thing I'd add on. Obviously, we're going pretty in depth on this. But one, one of the biggest things, though, is whenever you run a promotion, keep the end in mind. What is your goal? Your goal is to convert them to a sale of some capacity. Right. Yes. So if you flood your gym with a bunch of referrals, but then you have a really bad like follow up experience to try to get them on membership, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So make sure that you have your systems in line, your follow up process in line, your offer in line, all that stuff so that you can capitalize on those leads coming through your door. The next thing is obviously we need more promotions, right? So the the thing that you want to think about with promotions is when do want when do people want to be in shape by? I know we've said that in the past, but when do they want to be in shape by? So like people want to be in shape by the holidays. They want to be in shape for Thanksgiving. So you could definitely do a holiday type of fat loss promotion where they're going to be in shape for the holidays. So that that's one thing to think about, right? So like a fit for the holidays or something of, of that nature. Obviously you can get crazy with the naming convention, but what I want to challenge everyone to think about, because I mean, I've been at this for 10 years. Dustin's been at it for, for 20 years and I mean, you can name something different and it can be catchy and it can be cute and it can be whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just all the same shit. Hey, lose weight. Uh, And then it's like, who's promising the world or who's the cheapest or whatever it may be. But one of the ways to to really stand out with your offers, and this is something that we're going to be testing the the next uh, two months, because again, it can say, hey, this is how to think, but it's also, hey, this is how you think and this is what we're about to do. Um, and it's an educated guess. So I haven't tried it yet, but I think it's going to work because I've seen the marketing game. I've seen things being played out. I see what all the other gyms are doing. And right now, a lot of people are like, man, we're in the sea of normalcy. Is it ever going to be like 2018, 2019, where I run a challenge and 50 to 100 people will come through my door? And the answer is, if you keep doing the same shit that you did in 2018 and 2019, the answer is no. Right. So how can you get be different and, and really what you have to do is what is your guarantee? Right. And and how much risk are you willing to willing to take and, and be able to get creative with this? So a few things that you can look at. Uh, one one thing that we're gonna be doing is a is a one dollar challenge. And uh a one dollar challenge, but the caveat is they have to attend their workouts. So if they don't attend their workouts, then there will be a fee. So whatever the program would have cost, they will now pay the cost of the program. Now, with that, will there be some people that don't do it and then don't pay and all that? Yep. But with that, you're going to get way more people interested in doing the program. But now it aligns what gets somebody to stay. So what gets people to stay is they come three times a week. They engage with you. 
and ultimately they they feel included in your your location. So if we can like align the incentive with what we want them to do, now we're going to get a flood of people through the doors that never would have came through the doors. And I just want to give you guys some math that, you know, obviously there's some people that are like, oh, cheap is bad and this is that and whatever. Like, yes and no. It's the mindset of your leads. If you think somebody is a cheap lead, how do you treat them? Do you treat them the same way that you treat somebody that's paying you $600? Like, at the end of the day, there's people that have built empires off of free. What you want is the opportunity. So how do we create angles and hooks and guarantees that get people to come and try our program? And then obviously it's our job to give them the experience and get them to stay. So if you did an expensive program, let's just say you're like, oh, I've refused to do anything cheap or anything, whatever it may be. And you're like, they need to pay full price. Well, you better have really good lead generation. Your cost per lead is going to be dramatically higher. You better be good at sales, right? So that's your limitation. But now let's just say you get full price and it's 20 people in your doors and you close, uh, let's say in the high end 60%. So you're closing, I think that's 12 people. Versus if you did a offer like I just did and you got 50 people through your doors and you closed 40%, Right now you have 20 people staying. No, it's more than that. I can't do math. <laughs> Whatever. I don't have a calculator in front of me. It's more than that, right? So I'm doing this on the fly. So let's just use 100. That'd be 40 people staying. But with that, now think about how much faster you grow your, your EFT. So yeah. if it's a four-week program, now you have 20 people staying instead of eight people staying. And you repeat that cycle you keep offering promotions that get more people through your doors and get more people to stay, your EFT is going to grow, you know, a lot faster. Where this doesn't work well is if you do something that gets a lot of people through your doors and you have a terrible trial experience, then that's going to be a problem. That's the problem with some of the free-ish type of offers that are out there is, yeah, they get people in, but the experience is bad. So then they burn their market and they burn those leads. But if you're if your product is good, then you can do some of those things or at least be willing to take on all the risk, right? So like it's a $1 challenge. We're taking on all the risk that if they show up the whole time, all we got paid is $1. But obviously the goal is to get them to stay on to, to EFT. And then if they don't work out, then we do charge them, right? And right. obviously you can fight that or not do that. It's totally up to you. And But a big mistake that people make is, yes, 5% of your leads are going to be like you're going to wish you never did it, but now there might be an extra 10, 20, 30 people that month that become members because you were willing to do it that never would have signed up for your promotion if you didn't have some crazy ass offer or guarantee that you do. So some other things that you could look to do is a drop X amount of pounds. If they lose X amount of pounds in a certain amount of time, it's actually realistic to get the whole program uh, for free. You can do a... Uh, where they get paid to lose weight type of promotion. So every X pounds or every pound you lose, you get paid $10. So yes, you can still do a paid challenge. And then obviously for them, every pound that they lose, they get money back, which again, now aligns what you want. You want somebody coming and using it and getting results, right? So yes, you lose some of that front end money, but the goal is to be able to convert them on to, to an ongoing member. So those are just some things that you could be thinking about with your promotions. We'll talk about December as a, a separate topic here in just a second. 
The other things to be thinking about, and we're not going to talk about uh, December until a second, is just other seasonal opt-ins. Like, again, what what's the pain point that people have? And can you have an opt-in that strategically aligns with people's pain points with that time of the year? So if you can get into the habit of going, what are people struggling with? What do people need help with? And can I create a resource for that person at that time? You become the go-to expert for for your clients or for for the marketplace, right? So (laughs) seasonality matters. And people go through different problems and different struggles and different things that they're facing at different times. So if you can align whatever your promotion is at that time with that, but also if you're doing some opt-ins or you're doing some giveaways, making them timely and seasonal is also really, really important. Love and it. that's all I have until we talk about December. All right. Well, I'm going to throw in one idea we're doing uh, as well. If you guys want to roll with this, it's kind of a spin on Matt's one dollar challenge it's called the blackout challenge and so basically if they black out their whole card uh essentially they earn their challenge in membership credit and so if they don't you know whatever they just paid for the challenge but uh we're gonna have it so it's like a bingo card and so you got three workouts or the first three and then they got to get seven thousand steps screenshot that drop it in telegram that's where we hold our clients accountable and they have to do that you know the, the five days of the of the week and then the final one is they have to do some sort of marketing task as the fifth one. So it could be give us a five-star review week one, bring a friend week two, check in on social media week three. And so you basically have like a marketing task as the fifth. So they just repeat that for four weeks, they black out their card and then they get to go cash in you know, the amount. And so we're gonna do a blackout challenge. And then kind of similar to the 75 hard, we're just gonna make like an Instagram graphic where there's just like an X on each day of the card. And so they can just post it on their stories and try to tap into that via, you know, viralness behind posting daily and putting, you know, again, our logo and the name of the challenge. And so it's kind of start in October, right around Halloween. So it kind of goes with that whole theme blackout challenge. And so, uh, that is what we're going to do inside of our LBD. So I guess I like the color black. I'm wearing black. I'm doing a little black dress and a blackout challenge. So, um, that's pretty much uh, something we're doing. So, you know, another creative way to kind of spin it, what I, I kind of pointed out to Matt before we started was like something that'll just never go down. There's no down market in it is entertainment. People always want to be entertained. They're always going to the movies and plays and things to do. And uh, there's shows and everyone's got multiple streaming that never goes out. So if you can bake entertainment and fun and gamify fitness, like that's what makes you stand out. And everything we're saying here that's kind of what we're preaching is like, this is the time of year to test and to put more fun into things and, and to gamify things, because if it works, maybe this is something you can run, you know, throughout the year or multiple times. So, um, yeah, Matt, that's it. I'll, I'll let you kind of jump into December next. When, when you are like making offers like that, though, you got to be able to explain like, this is, you know, they have to be able to easily understand how I get my money back or how do I get my reward or how do I, like yeah. if you confuse them or make them use a lot of mental energy, like if if Dustin just came out and said, "Hey, blackout challenge," they'd be like, "I don't know what that that means, right?" So obviously, with the marketing, you have to be able to articulate what that looks like, how it's a benefit to them, how it's actually going to be easy for them to be able to get to the to the end goal. Because if they're like, "Okay, I could get it for free, but I got to do a billion things," I'm out, right? So you got to be able to explain it in a way that makes sense like hey i can do that i'm capable of doing that i can actually get my money back 
right? So when you do these guarantees, again, if you make it so complex or so confusing or like so impossible that only 1% of people are going to do it, like you're better off not offering it because it's, it's just not going to have the effect that you're looking for it to have. The other angle, which ties into December a little bit, is just a charity angle. So are there certain charities, either timely, like breast cancer, anything tied around the holidays, or anything that's really unique to your area that a lot of people will get behind, can you tie your promotion to giving back to charity? So yeah. we did this, we've done this forever, like always doing whatever we do, uh, next, usually we tie it to breast cancer and say, hey, X amount of the proceeds are also going to be going to uh, breast cancer awareness. We have a nonprofit, which if you're watching the video, you can see it on my, my head uh, called The Big Give. So we also will tie proceeds back to to The Big Give during a certain period of time. So it's like, hey, you're going to get in shape and you're going to give kids uh, gifts for Christmas that normally wouldn't have it. It's, like, it's a double win. You're giving yourself the gift of health and you're giving kids the gift of Christmas. So with that, now they feel like they're doing some good with what they're doing. And they're like, you know what? I'll do it, right? So you got to have some little extra incentives. Yeah. Like either the promotion's got to be way better. It's got to be unique. It's got to be creative. Or there's got to be a different pull that pulls in the heartstrings. Or like if it's like a charity that no one's ever heard of and no one cares about and it's not seasonal whatsoever, it's, it's not going to work, right? But, you know, obviously like breast cancer angle, like, Pretty much everyone I know uh, has knows somebody that's suffered with breast cancer. So it's it's something that you know obviously holds a place in a lot of people's hearts that you know will will work. So not even just from an angle of hey, what's for marketing, but you're doing a lot of good. So every year we're able to cut a big old check to breast cancer awareness um, and also be able to gain clients. And there's some people that tell us like. The only reason I came in is because it was a breast cancer awareness promotion. I had no intent on staying and then I stayed Learning. because they didn't know what we were about, but they're willing to try us because there was something that was pulling them to come in that had nothing to actually do with fitness. They wanted to give back to that charity. Hey, gym owners, Dustin here, and I'm excited about the Fitness Empire Mastermind because Matt and myself are giving you everything you need to be successful in the fitness business. We have weekly coaching calls for gym owners. We have monthly calls for your team, your coaches, your managers, everybody's invited. We have all of our resources, checklists, guides, PDFs, systems, all downloaded in there, and it's to help you build a scalable business, something that can operate without you so that you can move on and look at other things that you're interested in. You can have time for hobbies. You can have time with your family. These are the things that Matt and I have developed. We're both absentee owners that are not in the day-to-day -day operations of our business, and we can guide you exactly on how to do it as well. So if that's something you're interested in, go to fitnessempiremastermind.com, click the link, and we'll see you on the inside. Uh, so those are just things to think about. Like the more local you can do it, the more seasonal in the moment because people like instant gratification, right? So if you do a, for example, for us, when do you give kids Christmas gifts? You give them in December. So if we ran a January promotion that's like, hey, come and do our January promotion and we're going to give kids Christmas gifts that was just happening. So in 12 months, we're going to do this. They're gonna be like, eh, like they want to know like, hey, I come in and then next month you're buying these gifts and kids are going to have, have a better Christmas. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about charity angles and then also just where you're at, what's important to your town and how can you give back to, to your hometown. So now going into Christmas. So this is the time that 
honestly, like when December 1st happens, like you're wasting money trying to to run a promotion and get people through your doors for, for any extent, right? You're competing with holidays. You're competing with travel. You're competing with, you know, they want to have memories and fun and they think what you're about to do is ruin all their memories and their fun. So really the last chance I think of a Grand Slam promotion is Black Friday. So you can either use that as a paid in full play if you would like, or you can use that as a, an opportunity to kind of get the last call of some type of promotion. So you could do a cheap promotion on Black Friday because you have an excuse because everybody does cheap. That's a time that you could do a 21, you know, $21 for 21 days or 28 for 28 or another $1, whatever it may be. Or you could do a buy December, get January for free. So they buy the month of December, they get January for free. So essentially they're getting two months for the, the price of one and you could still price it at your normal promo price. So if you're doing like large group, maybe your one month, your trial program, 67 or 97 bucks. So they would be able to get two months because they already know that they're not going to use it that much in December, but they know they're going to want it in January. So again, yeah. how do you get ahead of the curve? How do you have people in your doors going into January before they get enticed to some other some other offer that everybody else is going to, to be offering. The next things to be thinking about, this is the perfect time for referrals. So there's two ways to get referrals in December. And you may be like, no one's going to refer anybody in December. Yes, they will. So this is how you do a referral campaign. So you create a gift card. So let's just say if you're doing large group training or boot camp, you do a super cheap gift card for your members to purchase for somebody for Christmas. So with that, super cheap for your member, high value for their friend because you don't want the friend to think, oh, you bought a $25 thing. You want the $25 gift card to be a $197 value for that person. So the person receiving it feels like I got $197 value, but for the person that bought it, they were able to buy $197 worth of value for 25 bucks. So it's, it's a double win. Uh, for you, if you're doing like a semi-private, I would encourage you to still go cheap. So what we're going to be doing is a $79 gift card for a $380 a month product, right? But that person is going to be a referral. That person is going to be like, you're getting paid for a lead, high quality lead. How much would you have to pay for that lead for that person to come in? So instead of paying, you're getting paid. So some people, again, can't do math and get caught up on the front and they're like, ah, I'm giving away $380 for set. No, you're not. You're not having to market. You're getting a referral in and you're getting paid to get a, a lead. There is no better situation on planet earth. So you can do those. And then the last thing that you could do is a buddy challenge of some, some sort where it's cheap. It's like $25 for your member. But with that, they get to bring in a person and that's going to be their buddy during the challenge and the goal is to hold each other accountable and, and work out and not get off track. Right. And then you can gamify it. So yeah. what we've done in the past is create a, a board where it's like, you get points for working out, you get points for, you know, different things. And it's a board that everybody sees and everyone wants their freaking gold star and and all that. So that ensures compliance during a time of the year when most people are not complying and they want to cancel and they want to do those things. So that person gets to hook up their friend during December, which is normally a time, again, that's nearly impossible. But instead of you running ads and putting out in the world, now you have your current members out there recruiting and bringing people in and saying, hey, 
you can come in for free and work out with me for for the month, but now they're incentivized to work out and do certain things that then lead to that person going in January. That person was going to be looking for a gym in January anyways. They're already there, right? So those are things that you can be doing. And the last thing to be thinking about is middle of December is the best time to be doing some type of opt-ins. Uh, we usually do what we call an ultimate holiday giveaway. Um, so holiday versus Christmas, some people get offended with uh, with Christmas. So with that, middle of Christmas, we do an ultimate holiday giveaway. If you want to call it the ultimate Christmas giveaway, you can do that. You'll offend a few people, but that's okay because it's everybody. Everyone takes Christmas Day off, no matter what what they celebrate. So that's my uh, that, that's my pushback. Um, I'm also not politically correct, so hopefully we don't get canceled here, uh, Dustin. <laughs> but with that. Middle of December, perfect time to do a giveaway. And the reason why you want to do some type of giveaway, um, and I would include whatever your January program is going to be, that needs to be included in the giveaway. So like oftentimes people will do like a new year, new you or a challenge going into that. So, hey, our ultimate holiday giveaway, we're giving away these prizes, da 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 da, And then obviously included into it too, it'd be like, five free spots in our upcoming uh, challenge, whatever it may be, you're going to get two to $5 leads. But here's the critical thing. Your competitors are not marketing. They are taking a break. They are not pushing anything out. And they're like, well, January 1st, I'm going to turn on my ads. Too late. You've already lost. If we're marketing to them, they're on our email list. We're nurturing them. We're talking about how great our upcoming challenge is. They're now seeing our clients' results. Who do you think they're going to buy from? us or them who's got the head start right because the truth is every gym is going to turn on their ads on january 1st so instead you do a giveaway law of reciprocity you're giving something great right your top of mind awareness when normally no one's even thinking about fitness so that when they are thinking about fitness there is only one logical option to purchase from and that is you so that is how you should be thinking about your marketing calendar i know dustin probably has a few things on there and you might be like, oh my God, that's so much. Pick a few of them and execute against it. But I, we want to give you the tools and the resources. And normally this is like, you're going to have to pay to have access to this type of information, but we want to give more better information for free than people's paid stuff. Yeah. But don't be overwhelmed. Pick something in every month that you're going to do, whether that's externally, internally, right? It could be a giveaway. It could be an opt-in. It could be a promotion. It could be a referral, but you got to be sprinting these next. I want you almost feeling a little overwhelmed the next 90 days. I want your team feeling a little bit overwhelmed and, and a lot of pressure going on. That is the only way you're going to grow. If you want to be comfortable and you want it to be easy and you want to be able to put the foot on the gas and then take a break and then, okay, I'm good. You are never going to have the gym and never have the profit and never have the revenue and never help the amount of people that you could be helping because you want to be comfortable. Yes. Your comfort is going to cost you. There's a cost to everything. So yes, there's a cost to being uncomfortable, but there's also a cost to being comfortable. And I'm telling you right now, I would 1 billion times rather pay the cost of being uncomfortable than paying the cost of being comfortable. Yes, and your comfort is That's not- also a mindset lesson right there too. Yes. Your comfort is not going to cost you. It's going to kill you. That's that's what I unfortunately see with a lot of gym owners. It's going to literally kill your business. And so you got to know when's the time to push your team and put the gas pedal on them. And you got to know when it's time to ease up. 
So I, I'm not going to throw more layers in the or more offers in the bucket. I think there's plenty. What I would just say, if you guys want to map this out, like Matt said, put internal, external on a piece of paper and you put October and then internal, external, November and internal, external, December, and just lay it out. And, and you know, what do you want to do? Right. And just plan it through. And what's going to be great is you can then think things through and then you can project vision to the team and you can tell them where we're going and what we're doing and what the offers are. And now they feel comforted and it's not being dropped on them out of nowhere. They got the whole quarter planned out. Wonderful. Let's go. So what I would say is you want to then take that and, and I live off Google calendar. So like these things I'm going to say, are going to be things you're going to need later. So put a Google calendar now, because when you hear this podcast at the beginning of Q4 and you need to remember to do it at the end of Q4, I promise you, you'll forget. So put a reminder for you in the future. So first is the same thing I just told you to do. You, you should take a time in Q4, whether it's like the holidays when it slows down Thanksgiving week or, you know, winter break and plan 2024. Like what is your whole year going to look like next year? Q4 is a great time for planning the next year and to do annual planning and to think through what, what, what I do is I do some reflection. I'm like, what offers crushed it this year? Which offers were stinkers? And so I'm not going to repeat those, but I'm going to copy and paste my winners. And then I'm going to try to think of some different things to do instead of those stinkers, those failures. And so maybe I'll give it a man and I'll brainstorm with him or I'll t- give with the team. And I'll, you know, maybe there's something I can repeat and do twice in a year rather than just once, but I'm going to build out my 2024 marketing calendar. I will literally have that done before 2023 is over and I'll, it'll be a rough draft. I might change things here and there, but we stick to it usually 90% of the time. So that's the first thing you want to do. And again, set that calendar reminder now to do that because you'll forget um the next is we're talking a lot about the clients but i also say this is a time to put some love and attention to your team give them some recognition um so this is a great time to take them out for some dinners do a white elephant party right and and we supplied the elephant party i did not ask the team to all go get 20 dollars gifts like they showed up and there's 20 gifts on a table and we foot the bill right and so they just get to pick from it and they steal and like we get to have fun so do things like that for your team right now. Right now is a time, you know, we are saying put the pedal to the metal up until Thanksgiving. And then it's like December, you know, Thanksgiving and December roll around. And I go heavy into like team recognition and love and gifts and things like that. And so just like thank them for the year. Thank them for all the time and sacrifice they're giving into the clients. Like think about what you could be doing for them. But, you know, you don't want to get caught out of the blue and say, oh, I should be doing something for my team right now pay time off. You know, again, if you can make it work, pay time off is great during the holidays that they can, you know, have time away from their families. And, but they also don't have to think I got to get to work because I'm not making money. Like, no, I'm being taken care of. Right. Cause my boss cares about me. So those are all the things to, you know, uh, think about at the end of the year. I guess one final one I would throw in is, um, this is also a great time to build out those SOPs. You know, those things you said you always wanted to build and sit down and write them. When the the gym's not slammed with people, you can you can work on these things. And so this is that separation time. Like, and the other gyms are not going to do any structuring to make their business more scalable. And that's something that me and Matt want our teachings to stand out. That's how we want the Fitness Empire Mastermind to stand out from other masterminds. We want to teach you simple, scalable processes and ways to grow your business. And the same thing for this podcast. Like, to make you an absentee owner, like we are. You have to have systems that are simple that you can teach to any person that walks in and joins your team. 
and it's scalable in the main in the way that it's going to remove you as an owner they can do it without you they don't need daddy look or mommy looking over their shoulder so build those systems and so what i tell people is like even if you took five or ten systems and you were able to document them and have your team know where they are and now easy they are to find that is freeing that they don't have to come to you and so something that we have it's got a silly name but it's called the binder just because like that's what everybody references when they're thinking of like a book somewhere in the gym that has everything you need like the bible of running the the you know the operations so we made something called the bi the the binder and essentially has five or ten key sops that the the coaches are going to be doing day in and day out or they might forget or they need a refresher on and so it lives there so you could tell people before you come to me did you check the binder because the binder is where we got you know 10 sops there's other things like you know um client experience when they're going through a trial there's a supplement you know a tracker where someone sells a supplement there's a lot of little just easy to use tools coaches are very manual tangible they like to touch things we might be more tech you know leaning the entrepreneur the gym owner we might think oh, i'm going to build that in a spreadsheet i'm going to build that in a tech place but you got to take yourself to a coaches like they're there using their hands and they want things tangible so we took what is very necessary for them to have physically in the gym and we put it there so you got an SOP that you want your team to know, which is like how to deliver an amazing session. It could be SOP'd out there and that way they can see it. You know, basic job descriptions that they're curious, hey, who's in charge of this? It's like, go check the job descriptions, right? These are the things that you want to have in this binder and you can make these basic SOPs so that they know what to do. What do you do when there's a walk-in? Matt shared his walk-in strategy with many owners. Like you can go in and you can see what I'm supposed to say, what I'm supposed to do. So again, not every SOP in your business that overwhelm your team, what's the five or 10 they keep bringing up with you and forgetting and the ones that you want them to have access to. This is something you can do at this time of the year is finally make them, document them and put them in an easy to find place for your team. So those are some like miscellaneous things that I, I wanted to put in there. Anything else that you would add onto that, Matt? Yeah, a few things. So this again is a good time to try to surprise your team and recognize your team for their efforts. So something I've seen in the past that's worked really, really well is kind of a secret video for for your team of like clients saying how much they love and appreciate your team and the impact that they've had. So obviously going into the holiday season, like reminding them of uh, the impact of their job, I think is, is really important because uh, sometimes it can be Groundhog's Day and it can kind of feel like, hey, am I, am I even making a difference? So showing them the ways that they're making the difference, but also doing the same thing for your clients having your team make a client facing video and just saying, Hey, you know, we want to let you know how much we appreciate you and, and all that. Right. So like the time of the year where feelings are good, like maximize, maximize that uh, feeling I think is really important. And sometimes we, we miss, but then to Dustin's point of, all right, going into January, like setting yourself up for success. So some things to be thinking about with those SOPs is like, even creating new SOPs is a, like a good idea, especially if you don't have stuff in place and you're like, man, we keep dropping the ball on X, Y, and Z and we got to get this fixed. Obviously, that's great, but also go back to retraining. So January yeah. is a great time to go back to basics, right? Retrain your team, go over expectations, go over the standards, reset expectations. Like you can't reset expectations enough. So yeah. that's the time to... Re, like if you have a vision for your company, reshare the vision or share what's the plan for 2024? What's our mission for 2024? What's our goals? What are we trying to accomplish? 
And when we do accomplish that, what's in it for everybody else, right? Because again, if it's just mm-hmm. Groundhog's Day and it's just, we're just going to do the same thing, it's going to be hard to get your team motivated and excited and be mm-hmm. willing to do what it takes to win, right? So you got to re-rally the troops. Like think about University of Alabama and they just win all the time, Right. Every year they got to come back and reshare a vision, reshare the goals, reshare this is where we're going, but we're going back to basic. Every year a season starts, guess what they do? They go back to basics. As a business, I would use that as the the analogy. It's like, hey, we just we just competed in, in our regular season. The new season's beginning. We got to go back to basics, retrain the team, make sure that the standard is the standard and everyone's aware of the standard. Uh, because oftentimes we're like, oh, the team already knows that. Oh, the team already knows that. But the less training you do and the less you talk about it, let's just say they were a 10. By the end of the year, they're probably like a seven or a six. Well, well. And the only way to get them back up to a 10 again is retraining, reinforcing that, right? But if you do a good job of retraining throughout the year, they're going to stay at a super high level. But the longer you go, it's just going to slip and slip and slip and slip and the retraining is going to bring it back up and then it's going to slip and slip. How much it slips depends on how long you go without retraining your team. Um, and that's a totally different uh, presentation, but this is a perfect time to rally the troops. Like, Hey, they're refreshed. They had some time off. You know, it's the new year. Everyone's excited. Everyone's got new goals, new aspirations, right? And really going, Hey, this is what we're going all in on this year. This is the focus this year. This is the mission this year. You know, that would be a good time if you got some new incentives or different things or quarterly goals that you want them to accomplish. Um, And really, like everyone knows that New Year's is a reset. Like if there has been something that you wanted to do and you just haven't had the courage to do it, New Year's is always a good time because everyone understands like, hey, it's a new year and it might be a new whatever. Right. So that is a good time to take advantage of that versus trying to do in the middle of the year. I have found that anytime you want to make decent sized changes it goes over a thousand times better at the beginning of the new year as part of the new plan for the year and the new new direction that that we are going versus every quarter there's a new thing in a new direction and a new like that will just drive your team freaking crazy set the new direction at the new year and then obviously try to stick with that as much as humanly possible um so you're not driving your team crazy that's my two cents All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap it up there. Hopefully, you guys got a lot of value. You let me and Matt be in your ear, coach you for Q4. But I do want to say if you want more coaching, more advice, and allow us to talk one-to-one to to you, because obviously, this is a one-way conversation. You guys can't talk back to us. We're just talking to you. We want to invite you to join the Fitness Empire Mastermind. We are now enrolling for that. And Matt and I really thought through everything a gym owner needs to take their business to the next level. And so uh, if you are interested, you want to go to fitnessempiremastermind.com, apply. Not everybody will qualify, but I will say that, you know, hey, we will take a good hard look and see if you're a good fit. It is not just where you are in business. It's also we got to do an interview over the phone and make sure it's a good core value fit. We're family guys. This is not going to be a frat party. Do not join this mastermind if you just want to get hammered and just be in a tropical city and just you know try to waste away all your your worries about your your business uh this is for people who want to get together and actually build a strategy build a legacy and build a a good 
great lifestyle for them and their family. So um, that's what we're looking for. If you guys are interested, we'd love to talk with you. So apply on fitnessempiremastermind.com. And the, the sooner the sooner you get on board, the sooner you're able to take advantage of the stuff that we're going to be doing. One of the things that uh, people in the mastermind are really excited about is our team trainings that we're going to be doing once a month live for your team. Um, so that starts at the end of September. So the last Thursday of every month is a live all team training where me and Dustin are going to go pour into your team, get them excited, get them high, get them elevated and ready to go run through a wall and, and change some lives. And, and the big reason why this is important is it's the parent voice. So even if you took the time to figure it out to what to teach and how to teach it and how to present it and then try to get your team there, they're not going to hear it the same way. Uh, so having experts that people look up to and respect coming in and say, hey, this is what we need to do. And, and at the end of the day, me and Dustin can talk to your team differently than you can talk to your team, right? So we can get away with saying some things that you wish you could say that you can't say, but they're going to hear it. They're going to get it. They're going to be excited. And the other thing is they're going to be like, man, my my owner invests in me. They care about me because the only way they get these level of trainings is by being, you know, you being in the group and, and investing. So um, there's a few people that joined and the reason they joined was because of that. And they're like, they were at the uh, the domination workshop and they're like, I need you in my my coach's ear. I need them to hear this. I need you guys to say this to them. We're like, you can. Uh, so that alone for a lot of people is worth the investment of, of the mastermind. And I can't can't tell you how valuable just having that actually is. So if you want me and Dustin in your team's ear and motivating them and getting them excited and getting them to do the stuff that you've been trying to get them to do, sign up at least at least go to the to the website, fill in information, get on a call with with Dustin. And uh, let's see if you're a good fit to, to move forward. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, guys. Dustin Bogle here. And I wanted to invite you to my free group for gym owners. It's called Fitness Sales Made Simple because I want to show you how to convert more of your leads into sales, how to get more people to say yes to taking that leap of faith to join your program and to get healthy, fit, and more confident. All right. And so I'm going to share my best sales strategies, but you got to join the group to see what it's all about. And in fact, the minute you join, I'm going to give you a free gift. And that is a PDF called five ways to get more sales in your gym. So join the group. I'll tag you on the PDF and enjoy the free content. See you in the group.